0: Love, talk, radio. are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul welcome to today's episode of the nadia khalil morning show with your host nadia khalil good morning everybody and welcome to today's show today is the 10th of october believe it or not we are just rolling along we're like five days away from being halfway through october imagine that But we have Dream Theme Thursday today. I have a ton of dreams. Before I get started, I just need to say this because I have been wanting to for a few days. If you have not done the seven-day challenge, make time to do it. I know you have to watch the master class to figure out what it is, but... I just have to say, I have somebody very close to me who started to watch the master class and said, oh, I heard the story before. So I got up and I started doing stuff. And what is this seven-day challenge everybody's talking about? I didn't hear it. And I said, well, you got up and walked away. She goes, yeah, but I heard the whole story before. I said, well, I have to start somewhere. I said, but go back. And listen to it. And then she did the seven-day challenge. And she really, really got hit hard. She could not believe what came out of her. And I said to her, you just met your ego. If you ever... Want to hear your ego and what it sounds like, not just hear it because we hear it in our heads all the time. But if you want to hear it out loud, that's when you can really, really, really go back to that fork in the road and repave it with love. It is the beginning of the beginning because if you can't hear you, you're not gonna hear me the same. I just had somebody on my page write me everything that I have ever said to anyone on this radio and he's a regular listener. About having a conversation of whether there's a God or not or the ideas of God. Let's say there's no soul more important than another and all the things that I have been talking about since I've seen Christ. And I thought, what are they listening to? Or why? If those are still questions, not that I'm the end all in answers, because I will always admit I'm not. But I learned this from Christ. So just I I just you know, when you see a big question mark and it's in the color red and it's like beating like a heart I think, oh wow. I don't mind questioning it, but going through every single thing and then saying, you know, let's talk about it. Well what are we gonna talk about? If I believe that and you don't, then we already know the answer. And I I don't need to convince because the truth does the work. Tell the truth. The truth will do the work. And if you don't, it doesn't. It is that easy. So I just had to say that because when I, I just read it right before I got on the radio and I thought, whew, wow, what are that, what? what? So I don't understand. And I don't even know if I can rally that rally. That's just way, way over my head in terms of how far away I would have to go to have that conversation. But anyway, we're going to get on with dreams. So that was just an interesting thing, interesting way to start the day. So we have, dear Nadia, I had a dream for Thursday. Please could you read it anonymously. It's very long. Sorry. Dear Nadia. I dreamed that I met a guy with a blue shirt. He looked Pakistani or Indian. He was going to pay someone back or punish someone. I asked him who and why or how it would affect them, but he wouldn't tell. I helped or let it happen. I was interested, can't remember the details. I enjoyed being on the good side, I guess. I thought I think I thought he'd be doing it to the meanest of my classmates who'd also been in the dream. Lastly he said Now we only now we will only hack their phone and then it's done. I asked again what would happen, but he only said you'll see. Then he left, but when I got home I found out from my mom that my baby sister's bunny rabbit was dead. I could not believe it. I went to check, and the baby was there with two other babies and the mom. I said, it's still alive, but my sister says, no, it's dead already. Then I saw that it was not really moving, and the ones that had moved, making it look alive were the siblings and mom. My sister looked at me with such empty eyes and worn-out torture expression on her face that I felt so guilty for what I'd done for helping this boy by not doing anything about it, even though I had not actively done anything to add to it. I could have stopped it, but I had no clue it was my baby sister who would be affected by it. Nor did I know that a baby bunny would be killed for it. I somehow thought it would be more harmless than that. Maybe she'd be traumatized and be scarred for life. But I could not back time. I could only do this. I was going to go out and find him and avenge my sister. My mom said, no, you are not going anywhere. Let me and Sonia deal with it. But I did not let her stop me this time. I went out anyway, and I found this boy in the school building after passing through an area where airport security staff were performing a dance, and I waited for the dance move that allowed for my passing to the door. I wanted to do the honorable thing for once and tell Him, The boy in the blue shirt to come to me and fight like a man instead of remaining an invisible puppet master who pulled the strings behind the scenes and instead of going through my innocent sister who had nothing to do with this fight to get to me and punish her if it was me whose life he wanted to ruin. I held his wrist like my dad had used to hold my hands when I was a little when I was little when he was angry. But this boy turned out to be unexpectedly strong as he wound his hands out of my grip somehow. He was a teenager already, really, and a male. Well, I was just a female, so I thought, of course, he'd be stronger than me. But then I said to myself, this can happen, that he's a little bit stronger than expected. No need to give up. He is male, but he's just a teenager, and you are a grown-up woman already. You can do this. Don't give up. After encouraging myself like that, I tried to get hold of his arms until, again, until I had him in a lock. I asked him if a certain person had sent him, but he denied it all. Next thing, I was near a cliff and I saw the horizon with the sun and grayish blue sky and some mountains in the distance. I've been down to tie my shoelaces. I wanted to do something that I did not want anyone to see and thought nobody would. But a part of me realized that everyone probably already had. And it was just me who still wanted to believe that they wouldn't. So I gave up on it. And when I looked up again, Damon stood in front of me with his black leather jacket and blue piercing eyes. And I said to him, every time I come here, you are here. Who's Damon? Like the demon? Demon stood in front of me. The last part seems to be about being seen. Okay. This is a long, very detailed dream of borrowing trouble. Just borrowing it. It's not even your trouble. You're borrowing it. You're becoming part of chaos and people who are Doing things and giving them time when you're, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time chasing people down. None of this has anything to do with you, and yet all of it does. It's, it's interesting because, and, and really think about this. The kind of trouble that the other person who you did not know was going to get into was okay with you. And it was going to happen to another person. But then it really bothered you that it happened to a bunny. And then it really bothered you that it also happened to a bunny and your sister, your family. At first it was like, well, what are you going to do? And you're, you're dealing with somebody who's out to hurt someone for some things. And they may not tell you. But my bigger question is why you would stick around. So the guilty that you're getting or feeling is stuff you're borrowing. It's like, you know, you wake up during the day and you wanna go out and here you are in this dream and you're going to school and, you know, you believe that somebody very mean But you want to be on the good side of someone who's very mean. But the truth is, someone who's very mean is very mean. There isn't a good side. If somebody wants to go out and they're on their way to hurting someone or something, there is no security in being on the good side of anything like that. And this boils down to That security, it's a false security because the person that you were asking was hurting your family. So now all of a sudden, it becomes personal. And now you have a reason to go out and push your anger on someone because now you're defending your sister. But defense is defense is defense, whether it's your sister or someone else. So what the dream is saying is it's not situational. What we accept for others, we will accept or should accept for ourselves. That's an origins of truth. There was, you know, when we accept to, in, in, in extreme situations, kill somebody, we should accept that outcome for ourselves. It's not okay to accept that for somebody. And in truth, it's that we don't want anyone to get hurt for any reason, if we can help it. So the 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 dream is a sliding scale of boundaries, who's getting hurt. It's all people specific. But there's something very important in here, and I really want you to pay attention to this. And it's probably the most benign part of the whole dream. Airport security staff were performing a dance, and I waited for the dance move that allowed for my passing to the door. I wanted to do the honorable thing for once. The honorable thing is in your heart. It has nothing to do with the boy. But bigger than that was the airport security staff performing a dance. That says a lot about what you believe about authority, that they're just non-important. You're dealing with somebody who wants to commit a certain level of a silly crime or a a crime towards somebody, you're hurting somebody, you're killing something. And yet the security staff wasn't somebody that could help you, even though they were an airport security staff, but to get help. You were going to take this on. So something in you needs to avenge. But the truth is you need to avenge for yourself your your mind is trying to take you through it always being about other people over and over and over again, even down to the point where you're with the sun and you're still thinking about everybody seeing you like who cares who sees you? We all see each other. there's times I was at a door and somebody will call me and say, oh, I saw you at some Why didn't you say hi? Well, you were too far and I was at the register and blah, 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 and it goes on and on. But it's like taking something we cannot control and using it as a marker for what? To define us? This whole dream And and really take this to heart, because I have a feeling, because I've gotten many dreams, they were all anonymous, and they all revolve around other people doing, saying, being, watching, and the reaction. Like I bent down to tie my shoes, and I look up, and there's everybody looking at me, tying my shoe. My bigger question is, how many people do you look at tying your shoe? But at the end, thinking that the devil is watching you, that's implying that somewhere in you, you feel like you're hiding something. Nobody knows, but you're in your dream starting to see that somebody does. So once you've gone through this whole rigmarole of detail and hurt and pain and avenge and getting things back and, and not doing the right thing, then doing the right thing, looking at authority as just a bunch of performing artists. You look at that at the end. That's what you wake up to. And you said to him, every time I come here, you are here. There is no hell. But there doesn't mean that life is a bowl of cherries. There are people who can do some pretty crazy stuff. And it's not good. And we have to fight to bring out the good. We have to fight just even what's going on in our world right now, where something doesn't matter if it's true or not. I remember two days ago, but I, I don't put things that are political on my page, but I felt like in America, we were like a bunch of bullies on a playground and there's no referee. There's just no referee. And I feel like in your own mind, in your own heart, you're struggling so much, but there is no referee. There isn't a a boundary of what's okay and what isn't. You know what's not okay, but the fact that you participate in it upsets you, and it's hard for you to deal with because you know better but you don't understand why you can't do better. And it goes back to dad had used to hold my hands when I was little and he was angry. You had to hold whatever it was in, in that time. And now whatever you decide to do, whatever covert activity that you do in your mind towards others, you don't express. You try to fight it, but you don't express it. And this dream is telling you you're pretty ready to do that. If you could see all of this and have such a detailed dream that you are ready to say, hey, you know what? Tired of the shenanigans because I'm kind of like a little magician. I walk in and I take over and I, I, I do hurt people's feelings and I do hurt them. And it's because I'm hurt. We do and give what we share. So really ask yourself, just in your everyday life, what's going on? Am I walking around borrowing troubles all day long? Am I sticking my nose where it don't belong? There used to be a saying when we were kids from a show called the gong show, and it'd be like, don't stick your greasy tongs where they don't belong. Why did that become true. Because you're just, what you're doing is instead of facing you, this everybody's looking at me, everybody's talking about me, this egocentrism that, that, we usually grow out of at the age of five or six. I don't know who everybody is. I don't know who other people are. All I know is who you are. All you know is who you are. But to really think that the whole world's eyes are just on us is like a young child. They just don't know that the rest of the world is moving along. But that little girl that couldn't express then is trying to express now. Instead of wondering why you don't do the right things, the fact that you know what's right, what's best, the only way you're going to walk out of this mindset is to start doing the right thing. Because the minute you just do one thing, that you think is right. And it may be hard or weird or not as exciting or you don't think it's covert enough and, oh, my God, they figured me out. And whatever it is that goes through your mind trying to fight you from getting to the best of you, fight it back. Just say, hey, you know what? I know better. And I, I want to know what it feels like to do better, Maya Angela. When you know better, do better. But try that. See what it feels like. Because you're not a bad person at all. You're not the bad person you were protecting. You wanted to fight the bad person. So fight that part of you that doesn't want you to get over this bridge of being a covert operator. Because once you start doing things from heart, that whole feeling of what everybody thinks about you literally goes away. Literally goes away. There were people in my life that used to do what you always say you do. These little covert operations around me. I never could figure it out at the time because I trusted them. But then over time, there wasn't enough energy exchange between us, and they were no longer in my life. But I got close to them pretty quickly, thinking it was magical, but really I didn't understand the dynamics of their personalities. And just recently, two of them actually revisited my world, and within minutes, we were right back where we were. And I remembered why we weren't together anymore as friends. They were women, so as friends. And I was like, oh, wow. That was it. Holy cow, something's never changed. It's not good or bad. It just never changed. But we ourselves changed. I changed. Because now I'm aware of it. And the fact that I'm aware of it does not allow it to happen anymore. So give yourself that, that you can overcome. You're not this hidden, covert, bad person, and you try to be good on the outside, but you constantly are struggling with yourself. No one deserves that. The devil isn't standing in front of you waiting to tell you that you're not okay. Give yourself a chance to take a chance to try to be that good, wonderful person you are inside of your heart that you want to see on the outside of your life. Okay. I got another dream. This one, I believe, is also, yes, oh, not anonymous. Ah, this one is not anonymous. I I don't get that very much. This one is from Croatia, from Maria. And it is. Hi Nadia. I have a new dream for the radio show. Person that I had a crush saw young Simba, the little lion from Lion King. Simba was climbing up from a small pit in the ground. Half of his body was already out. Simba was smiling and playing with a butterfly or a bird. The sky was blue. I looked very idealistic. Then my crush said how Simba reminded him of me. I felt adorable feeling of warmth. That's it. Thank you so much. Sounds so simple, sounds so easy that Someone can love you. Someone can love you. You're ready to accept that love. We all are trying to get to a place where we feel that we can accept ourselves. And in our dreams, Somebody will be there, usually a parent or someone close to us, someone we love, someone we are attracted to, that reinforces that for us. But the fact that it was a butterfly or a bird, things that can fly and travel from one place to another, is also important in your dream. Think about you know, those perfect days when the sky is blue and everything looks perfect. And sometimes there's not even wind, like nothing is moving. And you stand there and you're like, wow, this is a really surreal moment. There were times I remember like sitting on my porch and and looking around and going, it's just so weird, like nothing's moving and I'm just sitting here. Like the whole world's doing whatever it's doing, but... I don't know that right now. I'm just sitting here. But this one is telling you. Like I was sitting there and the world was ready for the next step. You're ready for the next step. Half of his body was already out. You're on your way out. You're climbing out of the hole that you felt that you had to be in. Like a butterfly who's letting go of its cocoon, you've earned today. You worked your way out. You are blossoming and coming away from the things that you really believed that were in your way. They're they're gone. You're you're like making it you're climbing out. Like in the last dream, they're 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 right on the bottom, just they're they're gonna climb out. That person will climb out. Did you hear me in the other dream? (laughs) You are going to. But you have to acknowledge your good parts too. You beat yourself up too much. This is last dream. And in this dream, I know this person, not personally, but through writing. And I also know that in the beginning, it was hard to feel this way. That's what's so good about knowing history. We get the, the, I want to say the privilege of sharing our lives together, all of us, to where I can see where people are growing. And, and in my heart and in my mind, it truly is just a matter of time. It is a matter of time. That's all it is. Every single one of us, every single one of us, has the ability, has the resources, has enough self-love to draw from, to pull ourselves out of, Any hole we see like little Simba, every single one of us, there is no soul left behind. I'm not a healer and an all-time curer, but I do know that this truth that we know is yours. I have 10 seconds. I have to go, but I love you guys. I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.